0: Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm gonna continue doing the series that I've done in my past two videos where I go through a round of Fantasy Football ADP and talk about whether or not I would buy or sell each player at their current draft price. So the last two days, I've gone through round one and round two. So today it's time to go through round three. While you guys are watching this video, if you're enjoying the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That would really help support me and I would appreciate that a lot. But let's jump right into it. Gotta start off with the 25th overall pick and that is currently C.D. Lamb and this is gonna be a hard sell for me. I did a video a few days ago talking about the biggest bust in each round and C.D. Lamb was my biggest bust from round three. I just think this ADP is way too high. It is so inflated. He should not be going ahead of Amari Cooper. And not only is he going ahead of Amari Cooper, he's going ahead of him by like half a round. I still think Cooper is the alpha on this offense. And I don't think CeeDee Lamb has the ceiling that a lot of people see from him just because he is gonna be operating primarily out of the slot. I mean, the fact that he is going before Keenan Allen is just crazy to me. So there is no shot I'm picking CD Lamb anywhere close to the 25th overall slot. Next up at the second pick of the third round, it is Keenan Allen. And I'm gonna be buying this ADP just as much as I was selling CD Lamb. I think this is a great value right here for Keenan Allen. He is currently my wide receiver six, and he's being drafted way below that. I think he's gonna have a monster season this year. You have Justin Herbert going into his sophomore season, had an amazing rookie year, and Keenan Allen is the clear-cut wide receiver one on that team. He's gonna be a volume monster, and I think overall this Chargers offense is gonna be a pretty high-scoring offense, so he should have a lot of opportunities to get into the end zone. And I think he is an amazing wide receiver one that you guys can be drafting in the third round. Next up at pick 27, it's George Kittle coming off the board as the third tight end. And I'm gonna be buying this current draft price. I think this is just a very fair overall slot for him to go. I do have him as the third overall tight end, but being drafted five picks after Darren Waller, I think is pretty appropriate. You know, he's been a top tier tight end for a while now. I definitely think he has earned this slot. And I do expect him to repeat as a top three tight end in points per game this year. There is a little bit of competition in that target room just with Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. We don't exactly know what the quarterback situation is, but I still think George Kittle is gonna be a huge part of that offense. But you know, going in the early third round with the positional advantage he can give you over the rest of the field at tight end, I think this is definitely a fair slot for him. With the fourth pick of the third round, this is where Terry McLaurin is going, and I'm gonna be selling this ADP. I do like Terry McLaurin. He's my 13th overall wide receiver. I just think this is a tad bit too early for him to be picked. I think he's going ahead of one receiver that he like 100% clearly should not be going ahead of. I do not think Allen Robinson should be being picked behind Terry McLaurin. But even after that, players like Amari Cooper and Mike Evans, I like both of those guys more than Terry McLaurin. So I'm going to be fading him here at the fourth pick of the third round. But I mean, a few picks later, I think that's more of a tolerable spot for him. Next up at the 29th overall pick, the guy I just mentioned, Allen Robinson. I'm totally buying him at this slot. He's really just one of the safest options that you can get at the wide receiver position. You know, if you go running back, running back, and he is your third round wide receiver pick, I think you've got to feel good with that just because you know exactly what you're going to get out of him it literally doesn't matter who's at quarterback. You could have Dalton, you could have Fields, you could have Foles. I feel confident that Allen Robinson is going to be getting the job done on a year to year basis, as well as a week to week basis. He's going to have a solid volume in this offense. And I just expect another solid, you know, low end wide receiver one or high end wide receiver two season. At pick 30, this is another player that I mentioned earlier. It is Amari Cooper. And I'm also gonna be buying him at this slot. I have him ranked just behind Allen Robinson in my wide receiver rankings. A-Rob is number 10, Amari Cooper is number 11. And like I said, I think he should 100% be going ahead of C.D. Lamb. He has been the wide receiver one in this Cowboys offense for a few years now. And I think he's gonna hold on to that spot. Also, he operates outside far more than C.D. Lamb did. So I just think he has a much higher ceiling than Lamb. And with Dak Prescott back, I'm expecting a huge year from Amari Cooper. We saw in that stretch when Dak was healthy, Amari Cooper was putting together some really impressive performances. So I'm excited to see what he can do this year with a full season of Dak at QB. At the 307, we have the first running back coming off the board in the third round, and it is J.K. Dobbins. And I'm gonna be selling him at this current price. I do not think he should be going ahead of running backs like Swift and Chris Carson. And as you can see, Chris Carson isn't even being drafted in the third round. He's being drafted in the early fourth. So there's no shot I'm spending a mid third round pick on J.K. Dobbins when I could be getting a guy like Chris Carson half a round later. For J.K. Dobbins, the upside is clear. You know, he's going to be efficient. He's going to have a lot of touchdown upside. But I just don't feel confident investing in him this early when he has practically zero receiving upside. And I just don't think this workload is going to be that big. I feel like a maximum amount of carries for him per game is like 15, 16, and I think more in that like 13, 14 range is more realistic, and without that receiving work, he just becomes so touchdown dependent, and that's just something that I'm gonna be selling at the 31st overall pick. At pick 32, it's gonna be Robert Woods, and this is gonna be a buy from me. I think pretty similar to Allen Robinson. You know exactly what you're gonna be getting out of Robert Woods. You know, maybe I would pick guys like Mike Evans ahead of him but I still think you know you can't go wrong with him here just because he is so safe. He's been a wide receiver two for the last three seasons and I think he's gonna easily repeat this year and has wide receiver one potential now that Matthew Stafford is coming in. So I'm very high on Robert Woods and really couldn't fault you if you want that security here in the third round. At the 309, we have the second and also the last running back of the third round and it is DeAndre Swift. And I'm going to be buying him here at this slot. I know there's definitely concerns with the Lions offense as a whole. You know, they're definitely not going to be scoring a lot. But I do think Swift's role in the receiving game is definitely going to carry him. You know, I may not like him as much in standard scoring, but I mean half point PPR, PPR scoring. I think Swift will really have a very solid season just because he's going to need to get the ball by default You know, there's no way the coaches can screw this up unless somehow they give Jamal Williams the starting role, which I just don't see happening. There's just not a lot of players on this team that can really make plays. Swift is one of those guys that can make plays. And so I just think they're gonna be forced to use him, even if last year they didn't want to. And obviously it's new coaching staff and so i do think swift will have a very solid season this year just because of that role in the receiving game we're back to the wide receivers here at pick 34 and this is where mike evans is being taken and i think this is a pretty fair slot for him i'm going to be buying him at this current adp i actually have him in my top 12 receivers he's right at the end at the number 12 guy but i think he's going to have a big year i'm buying into this bucks offense especially like the wide receivers and the quarterback position, not as much the running game. But just this passing offense as a whole is going to be super high powered, and I think Mike Evans is going to be the number 1 option for Tom Brady. He's a great red zone threat, a guy with a big playability, and so I just think his skill set matches up perfectly for, you know, a very explosive offense that has a lot of weapons he doesn't need all that volume to perform. So this is definitely gonna be a buy from me here. We have the first quarterback coming off the board here at the 311. Obviously it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes, and this is gonna be a hard sell from me. Almost as hard of a sell as C.D. Lamb going in the early third. I'm just not willing to spend a third round pick on a quarterback. When you look at the quarterback landscape this season, there are so many solid options. I mean, players that you can get in the fifth round, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, maybe Josh Allen's going earlier, but I mean, Kyler and Lamar as a fifth round pick, I would much rather have that ADP than Patrick Mahomes here in the third. Obviously the appeal to Patrick Mahomes is that he just seems like a lock to be a top tier quarterback, but I think the issue is he just doesn't have that crazy high ceiling that some of these other guys have. You know, I bet the odds are that he doesn't finish as the quarterback one. He's probably going to be a top three guy, but I mean, Lamar, Kyler, I think both of those guys have much higher ceilings just because of their role in the run game. That's just not Mahomes' game. And so, if he was a guy who was super consistent but also had that ceiling, you know, maybe I would consider it. But here in the third round, with the depth I talked about, and even after that, players like Brady. Tannehill Stafford in the later rounds, just definitely not willing to spend this price tag. All right, the last player of the third round going here at the 312, it is Tyler Lockett. And this is also going to be a pretty hard sell for me. I think this is way too early for Lockett. He is just way too volatile on a week to week basis. You know, he may finish as a wide receiver one in total points. But it's going to come from like three or four weeks in a season. And that is just not what I'm going to be looking for at the wide receiver position, especially in the third round. That guy's probably going to be my wide receiver one. And I just can't have that. I think I'd probably take like five or six receivers in front of him that have yet to be picked. Just off the top of my head Julio Jones, Cooper Cup. Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore as well. So definitely would not be picking Tyler Lockett here at the 36th overall. So definitely a sell for me. So that was my buy or sell for the third round picks 25 through 36. If you guys enjoyed the video, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below. Do you agree with who I was buying in on or selling? Whether or not you agree or disagree, let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section and I'll respond to everyone. But that's gonna wrap it up for this video. If you haven't seen rounds one and two, make sure you guys go check out those videos and then stay tuned in the next two days where I talk about rounds four and five. Thank you guys again and I'll see you tomorrow.